if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hired this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going on Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to marcellaalonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Sunday Funday with Marcella Lonzo. Today, my guest is Jacqueline Pizarro. Did I say it correctly? Did I? Yes, I did. did. Yeah, I was. I always just get so nervous when I say uh, anybody's last name. I just get. I'm like <laughs> a second there, a second. I'm so glad I have you on. You are good friends with Stephanie Tejada, who yes. has been. Uh, Stephanie Tejada has been on the show before and she has helped me quite a bit. Um, you, I've noticed, I see, I've seen you before in her skits cause I've watched and you do ranchy. How do you say, uh, what's the, I do Angie. we do, it's a, called a sociopath and a psychopath. So I'm Angie and she's Richetta. So we, we call ourselves basically the female live action Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> And it's so funny. So we were talking earlier, you moved to LA in uh, what, 2015? Yes. So when did you start stand up? And how did you get your career in uh, comedy and everything? So um, I started stand up in 2017. Um, I started comedy by taking an improv class. I took an improv class at UCB. And what I noticed is, is that I would get really like a high whenever I would make people laugh and they would always, they always shove down your throat in improv that it's not about getting laughs. It's about building a relationship with the person on stage. And I really didn't care. I only cared about getting like, I thought, okay, if I'm getting laughs, I'm doing this right. Right. So I decided that I was going to try stand up because stand up was all about getting laughs, but I kind of wanted to do it the safe way. So I did take, a writing class. I took a stand-up writing class to kind of figure out joke structure. And one of them was kind of like a pointless class. I don't even remember what I wrote. And then the second one that I took really helped me. It helped me understand joke writing from a psychological angle. Mm, I'm at UCB, in fact, taking writing classes now as we speak. I had fun at UCB, but the stand-up classes I didn't take at UCB. I took a sketch writing class at UCB, which definitely was fun. I yeah. remember I remember understanding that you can be very dark in comedy as long as you're funny. Right. As long as it's funny and it's not rooted in hate. So I definitely had a lot of fun in that class. Um, and kind of like, I remember some of the things that I learned and just thinking about how to write dialogue like don't like do people really talk like that because sometimes when we write things we try and be more proper and we're like people don't really talk like that yeah yeah that's so true <laughs> that's so true so then when did you very first like get on the stage by yourself unscripted so I, it was an open mic i'm uh, it must have been like 11 30 at night and it was the first time open mic I ever did. And I remember I didn't bomb, but I didn't do good either. I did okay. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a silent room, but I wasn't, you know, big laughs. And I don't even remember those jokes now, as weird as that sounds. <laughs> they, they weren't who I was as an artist. Because mm, you're starting off, you think you're going one direction, and then later on you're going yeah. to another. Yeah. yeah. I think as artists, I think even with me doing this show, like I told you, Earlier, you don't know what direction you're going to go. Yeah, you really evolve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. it just it takes time evolving and different experiences and 
just going through some bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. So how did you connect with Stephanie? I met her through a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. So we had been booked on the same show and then we were ended up doing a sketch together. She was in the same sketch as me. And mm-hmm. then we just started bonding. Like, I really like Stephanie because, like, I feel like our work ethics are equal. It's very hard to find someone whose work ethic, like, you vibe with. Right. Oh, yeah. People in L.A. are very lazy. They're very, they just want to be famous and they don't understand you have to have a good work ethic to get there. I find that a lot. I just think they're lazy. A lot. Yeah, of them. No, they, they are late. Like, the 10 years I was there. I felt very discouraged when I did live in L.A. because um, a lot of nepotism. Oh, there's uh, so much nepotism oh. and kissing. Oh, I'm friends with this one. Let me be friends with that one to get this. It's so much ass kissing and fake. That's why I um, I'm very grateful for the Internet because it's like you don't have to do that. You just get a, you just work on your content and getting a following and making money from that and fuck everyone else. I'm not yeah. going to Oh, let me be friends with that one. Let me. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The Internet is great because you do. You do just it's like it's up on you. It's worldwide. You you. it's like outside of this, the, whatever. Like right now I'm in New York, though. You know what I'm saying? But it's worldwide. Like and then yeah. with on the Internet, if you can get monetized a certain way, you can go wherever you want to live or vacation. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Like screw the world. Like, you know. I just wish with social media, people appreciated when I talk more because it's like they just want to look at me and that's it. And I can't wait for the day that I can make so much money and be monetized and not have to show myself (laughs) my goals because like it, it gets that's the part for me that this gets discouraging because when it came down to getting a podcast, it was like, okay, now it's getting the downloads. Like yeah. I can get anybody to look at me. I can get anybody to watch a view, but to download a podcast is like, yeah, download and for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys started doing sketches and uh, you got into the producing game too, as well with a. Uh... Yeah. I mean, I produce my own stand up shows. I've been doing it since really since like six months in of me starting stand up because I kind of figured, okay, these open mics are annoying. They take too long, Mm -hmm. time consuming. But if I have a show, maybe I can like trade with people and get on their show and have to do open mics less. And it definitely I mean, I definitely did, of course, continue with open mics, but definitely helped me get booked because mm-hmm. then it was like I scratch your back. You scratch mine. We help each other out. Now, is everyone like that in L.A.? No, like there's definitely people who I've given multiple spots to and they never mm. got back. Mm-mm. Now, <laughs> I, I just am petty like that because I was talking to a New York comic and he was like, no, we help each other out. And that's how I do feel like New York comics are like w- the ones who told me they would help me absolutely mm-hmm. did when I went out there. Oh, that's good. But work. do you think it's it's because? Uh, well, you, I know you said you you you're the, for my audience lit before we began. Um, you were born in New York, but in Long Island, and you left when yeah. you were eleven, right? So you weren't really raised in New York, but you do have that totally New York, and she, you're Italian. You have yeah. that vibe. Um, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's that or you ran into some good people. I mean. I don't know. Again, I'm not I don't know the whole scene. Right. But I will say my experience with New York comics was definitely they kept their word. That's good. That's good. So I like that. Yeah. I like um, people like the idea of people keeping their word. Me too. <laughs> and not being used like and not being used yeah because i think that la is definitely infested so i think that if you're a user you can thrive better in la than new york because i think new york will eventually they will like be like fuck off like you can only use so much before someone is going to tell you right exactly how they feel and and you'll be finished i think that new york tolerates that behavior less especially if you're not talented yeah no 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 that's true new york does have uh 
people are talented here, but there there's no like real ass kiss. It's yeah. 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 Where when I was in L.A., that's what turned me off about. I like the people that are originally from L.A. Like, I love the Mexican yes, community. They're always cool. Yeah, they are just like I miss. I certainly miss uh, the weather, of course, number one. But I miss the uh, what's it called? Um, like the sports events, the Dodger games, the Laker games, the stuff like that, like definitely a lot of Mexican food I miss. Um I miss all that, but I was really, tur- really, really turned off with the entertainment business. But then when I started this podcast and I started interviewing some people, I was like, oh, they're pretty straight. Everybody's pretty straight over there. Yeah. <laughs> Until I had one particular guest. We won't go into that. <laughs> it will, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's the thing about L.A. There is that's what I didn't like. It was like you'd, you'd meet somebody and they kiss your ass and they use you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and then they play that. Oh, so nice. That, yes. Oh, yes. yes. I'm so, so nice. And then they, you know, it's like they just use. And yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm not nice to everyone, but I'm respectful. That's if better I to be someone or I find someone annoying. I am not going to be fake, but I'm not going to be mean to them either. Like Mm -hmm. there won't be any disrespect. I'll always be, you know, kind to people. Right. I don't deal with people who I don't like. Unless it's money involved, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Money involved. I'm going to be real nice. Yeah. Yeah. Unless there's. Oh, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Totally cordial. But um, I get you there. It's good to be cordial. Yes. It's very, it's professional, be cordial, but when you're too nice, too fake like that, like nobody likes that shit. No, they don't. It, only other night over, only other people who are like that, like that. And eventually they, they, but like, it's funny to kind of watch a toxic friendships explode because they always do. And it usually mm-hmm. happens within like seven months. You can kind of see that oh, those two people were really good friends with each other and now they're not. And you can kind of see that. That's fun when you watch it played out on social media. It's so funny to me. Because <laughs> it's like you're both bad. Oh, None you of- would you would love, uh, I need to introduce you to Tracy next time. She reminds me a lot about you. Um, uh, she was a comic. She's a comic out in, in New York here. And uh, we, we've talked about in prior episode watching stuff out in social media. <laughs> But the yeah, the toxic, that fake stuff, and then they're not friends no more and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I feel like most of the time they're both equally as annoying or equally as problematic and they're not none of them are victims. Yeah. Oh, and my friend and I are always joking about social climbers. Oh, social climbers are like the kiss ass. Like you're right. That is more of L.A. because I don't find that here in New York. I see just Because I do think that in New York, you have to have something to survive. You can't just climb and be a clout chaser and not have any talent and not be smart. And you just can't be average or below average. That's true. Yeah, because you've got to pay the freaking rent here. Are you going to be starting? Yeah. 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 Whereas in L.A., L.A. is very expensive, too, but not like New York. No, no. Gosh, no. L.A. is like... I was always in the valley. Oh, uh, I live in the valley. Yeah, yeah. The valley's great. I, you know what I hated is when I lived in the valley. Like, you know those people that live in L.A. for a couple of years and they go to West Hollywood. I'm gonna live in West Hollywood. Oh, I'm, I'm in West Hollywood. I, I'm I'm, I'm in, in Santa Monica. I'm right. In Santa Monica. So they always like because I was solid there for ten over ten years. But those people that would criticize me in the valley would live like eighteen months. Have you, did you know, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like they would. Yeah. Yeah. Or they live old, like 18 yeah. months in West Hollywood. Yep. And then also a lot of them move around too. Like you're yeah. like, why are you moving apartments again? Yeah. Oh, my last roommate, you know, he was a jerk. Oh, yes. <laughs> my roommate, I couldn't stand him. They did this. They're crazy. You're moving again. Oh, the, my crazy roommate. You yeah, got four yeah. back. I think after the third 
crazy roommate. I think you're the one with the, the problem or the landlord did this or the property man. Look, all oh, I, I got a Oh, no, that was. Oh, my God. One one girl I know of. Um, I got pneumonia. I got so sick at this place or whatever. And then everybody else was fine in the building and then went to another place and was trying to do. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I and, feel and, they're not. They're trying. Like, the valley is like 15 minutes from West Hollywood. 20 minutes. It's right. not like two hours away. Yeah. And it's cold. There's actually less traffic in the valley. I love the valley. Um, I love the fact that there's plenty of parking. Yes. You don't have to worry about getting parking tickets like you have mm-hmm. to do in Santa Monica and West Hollywood That's and awesome. Culver City. I don't know how many parking tickets I've gotten. Mm-hmm. And plenty of parking. I think there's good food. I think the people are a little bit less annoying, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always was a no-ho, North Hollywood. Me, too. That's right. Oh, you I- are? I was Lancashire and Magnolia. I don't want to say my girls. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't say that. But, yeah, I, yeah. but I used to always be around and you know, for ten solid years, like that was my area. And I remember the people that I met that would come and go be like, Why do you live in the valley? They all yep, yeah. Why do you why live do you in live- the valley? Oh, I gotta go to the valley. valley. I gotta- yeah. And it's always people for the most part who it's like they're fake rich. They yes. really, yeah, they really are trying to put on a facade of look how good I'm doing. Look how rich I am. No, you're not. Yeah. You can't even well, afford property. The, in the- what, one, one girl that I know of, I was uh, back when I know downtown now is crappy. Like it's not what it used to be. One girl that I used to like I was friends with or whatever. We used to all go to Santee Alley. I would flip stuff all over there. Right. But um, I was like, let's go to Santiago. And she wanted to drive there. And I said, girl, why are you going to pay for parking? We live right by the red line. Let's just take the like you can eat on their subway. Well, I don't know how it is now, but it back then this had to be in 2000, like 14, 2015. I go, why don't we just take we won't have to pay. This is when crime wasn't bad, you know, like before COVID way back. It was clean. I said, why don't we just take that red line? This there That's la subway and she goes what if i run into somebody i can't be seen yeah yeah and she was collecting unemployment to pay for her lease on her bmw uh way back then like she had this whole like work for a little bit to and then leave a job and then get unemployment to pay for her lease but her like it was a whole that is crazy, and I don't understand how people get get away with this with that with the EDD. And also, it's not even a lot of money. It, like it's like you're trying to scam for for not a lot of money. I yeah. mean, the most yeah. you can make is four hundred dollars a week. Yeah, she That's had nothing. a whole she had a whole little scam before. Like, uh, I'm sure she probably profited during the pandemic. This is a, like some she she's probably still there, um, but she had a whole little get up. Where, mind you, she knew a lot of Armenians, though. Uh, oh, yeah. They're the king and queens of scam. Yeah. Yeah. But I do miss my Armenian people. I miss them. Well, they. I think Armenian people are like Italians. Yeah. 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 In Glendale. Like, I do miss over that area. Like, I do miss. Um, I, I miss the Mexican community. And I certainly miss Armenians. But she used to go and get these jobs. And then um, leave them. And there was like, it would be like a dealership at a, a, it would be a certain type of dealership, but then it would be uh, this type of job or whatever. And then that was her get up. And, uh, you know, to pay her lease on her car. And I even said, why don't you just get like, because I've always been like, I had a Prius. I'm going to give the Prius that I had back then to my daughter now. Um, I was like, why don't you just get like a simple Prius? Like it's good on gas. You know, you don't have to worry. Like insurance can be cheaper. Like, come on, let's be practical. Oh, I can't be, you know. Like it was it was too. And she wasn't even an actress or anything. It was just keeping up with the Jones, like keeping up with I seen her social media recently and I'm like yo I said this girl like fake the funk for what for what like her social media like I I still don't understand it I still yeah I don't get it I don't get it 
If you're going to do something, at least, you know, do a scam to benefit you to like come out good. Like, let me look at you and be like, oh, she did that. You know what I'm saying? And wow. Okay. Yeah, she did that. Not, you know, you were working, getting unemployment, scamming to get it and then to get a lease. And you're not even in the entertainment business or like, uh, so, it, you know, I ran into people like that, you know, that were just weird, weird, weird. Yeah, fake rich. I don't know. I believe like if you're going to pull some sort of heist of some sort, <laughs> like some sort of scam, like make it be a good one where you're going to benefit later on. Yeah, and it works out for you and just, I don't know, just don't do it to do it. You have to have a plan. Yeah. Her plan was just having a BMW and looking like someone she's not. When your plan should be bigger, it should be about getting the bigger bag, getting the actual money. Right, or getting like, you know, going into a career or something that you're, I don't know. And I'm not trying to like, uh promote illegal activity here i'm just trying to like like make it make sense yeah yeah Yeah. people are weird so how do you like producing your own comedy show so far so um i guess there's well of course just there's good and bad things like anything else but one thing i don't like is that when you're producing shows you do have annoying people bothering you all the time and dming you and they want to be on your show and And that, I mean, that's fine. Like I've hit people up too, to be on their show, but I always try and offer something to them. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay, like, oh, I also run a show. I'd be happy to book you. And like, oh, I'll I'll bring some people. Like I always try and offer someone something if I don't know them. That's how Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do it. But, um, and I am very nice. I definitely have booked, made errors of booking. Like I used to book, give everyone a spot who asked. Dumb. That was stupid of me because, yeah. I mean, I definitely booked people who were really bad or they just were had bad attitudes or just did crazy. They were like on drugs showing up and oh. on something. One guy was totally on something. Thank God nobody remembers that moment. Like, and I'm pretty sure everyone in the room knew, you know, knew me well enough to not hate me. Uh-huh. Because I think about that, too. That's a reflection of me. And if someone's crazy on stage, it's a reflection of me. So I'm thankful that nobody remembers. But he was definitely on something. Oh, man. God. I've heard those crazy stories like on Joe Rogan um, back in the day, like at the comedy store, the mental illness and stuff like with the comics absolutely comedy attracts people with so much mental illness and the problem is is that you can have mental illness but you still need to have talent you can't just go on a microphone and like use it as your therapy and not have punch lines and and jokes and right yeah you can't be but that was another thing in la i saw a lot of mental illness oh my histriana person um histriana what's it called histriana where the woman is always like uh histrionic personality of course narcissism yeah yeah i would say you're right there's more mental illness in la than new york oh definitely 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 yeah and i would see like i always joke around there was like every hot girl from everywhere comes to la they're the hottest girl in town and then they think that um, because they're so hot, like they're looking. I found this to be true. They are looking for a guy to go live off of. That's true. And I also think like when people say this, it it drives me crazy when they're like, oh, well, they're pretty. So, of course, they're going to get whatever. And that's not the case when you're mm-hmm. in a town of lots of pretty people. Yeah. Pretty- well, they were the hottest things. Um they were the hottest uh, thing in their city. So they come over there, but the, and I saw it multiple times and they, they, they like had attitudes or stuff or like, they were really like full of themselves. And, but they didn't, I always saw them either a leave B just like not even survive. And 
like or try moving in with a guy. I've seen it all. I've I saw it all. And that 10 years, like I could write a really good series of the shit that I saw. I could write a really good one with actual stuff that I saw, like more than what I see here in New York. New York is like, you know. Yeah. 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 I think people also look different. And like, I feel like plastic surgery is more apparent in LA. No, I'm like, not that they're not getting it in New York, but it's more obvious in LA. And I'm not against plastic surgery. I think that, I mean, it works. It helps people's careers. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. But I'm not into where it's everything is like everything is plastic and overdone. I don't like that look. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. I'm trying to resist getting any more surgery. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I had my breast implants. I was a triple. What was the problem was I was a triple E and um, I had implants and I took them out. But I had to do that. And then now I'm like still like a double D, a D cup. And I was getting in trouble with IG. (laughs) And um, because I actually like I monetize on Facebook, which people don't realize that's a thing to get. We'll we'll talk about the monetizations, all the stuff, how we survive. Um, But like now I'm like, oh, they're smaller. I want to get more. I wanted my rest of my body smaller. So I'm having to resist, you know, after that major surgery. I want fake boobs, but I'm too scared to get them because all so many people I know have had issues with them, whether they're leaking, they bust like I had mine for 26 years. And by the way, on my Patreon, you can see the surgery. (laughs) (laughs) I put that on my Patreon. Um, I had mine for a total of 26 years. And because I had already some breast tissue they didn't erupt in fact I was mad when the doctor goes wow they were intact so it just depends on how much breast issues I get it when women want to if they feel like that's you know sometimes us women need a little bit of something you know what I'm saying so I get it I get it like as a woman for the body um you know it's a very personal thing you know wanting it you know but that being said uh you do need to get them out and I had the lift after I got him out. And that had to be the second most painful surgery of my life. So if you know you're going to have kids in the future, I'll tell you this, then your breasts might, you might want to get a lift. So you might just want to wait till when you know you're done having kids to go get them bad boys put in there. I see. You get what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. like now because of that lift, I feel like I'm the spokeswoman of breast lift issues. Um, I'm always warning people, let them titties hang, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, it was, it was, it was painful, but I get it when you want it, but just keep that in mind. If you know, you don't want to have kids, you know what I mean? Cause some people know like, fuck them kids. Um, like go get them, you know, get them done if you want to, but also like, don't, you know, it's every woman is their own personal decision. But I will tell you after that breast lift pain, let, let them hang. <laughs> I'm telling every what I went through was like crazy. So so um, you are also on because I really want to talk about this because um, I remember interviewing Stephanie. You're on OnlyFans, but it's a clean version. And then I started recently. Um, I love Whitney Cummings. She's really representing the OnlyFans brand. Um, and she started talking instead of putting stuff on YouTube, getting canceled because with you like my YouTube, um, I hate paying some YouTubers don't share this, but they pay for the views, you know, that to grow the YouTube. A lot of pe- the people don't share it. YouTubers are not sharing. And I know every freaking social media secret there's out there. Um, but I've like the thing with YouTube, you know how that goes where you can get demonetized. But the great thing with comedy now with OnlyFans is you have a clean OnlyFans pl- page where you're share you and um you're doing your shows right yeah i love only fans i um we i post shows sketches and then photos and stuff and let me tell you i mean like i got laid off i got fired last year or mm-hmm. 20, at the end of 2022 mm-hmm. so i was like i started to become friends with people who were doing it full time mm-hmm. and they were like yeah you can do this full time and make money Com- comedy or so I make my money from the subscription fee, picks, selling PPV. Now, my picks are not nude or anything. They are mm-hmm. just like 
edgier than what you would see on social media. Okay. So, and I know that the guys who like buy the stuff, they follow me on Instagram. So they see that their other people aren't getting this for free. Like they're only having access to it. And then live streaming. Mm -hmm. So live streaming, I definitely love on OnlyFans. The guys spend money. I've live streamed on other platforms before Mm -hmm. and they just, it's the worst annoying guys. Whereas Mm -hmm. OnlyFans has way better. Really? Spending money. And they're most of the time, they're not trolly. If they, they get kicked out if they're trolls. But most of the time, they don't troll me. They're actually very respectful. I, I think because, like, I again, my past is a sex worker. Um, and I shared on the show when I was a dancer. And I got on OnlyFans uh, 2018. And I'm going to tell you the problem what happened with OnlyFans. Because I think it's good the direction that the comedy is. And what it was, what it was meant to be before it turned into um, only. And because I hate when sex workers goes, it's for sex workers. Look what they're doing. I'm like, no. OnlyFans was first made if you had an Instagram and because you cannot put everything on Instagram. So therefore they were it was for creators to monetize their stuff. And there's what happened was we got I call them pandemic Beckys. These were women that were never in sex work at all. And they started really manipulating the system with OnlyFans and so it took me watching to me to really understand like the comedy thing. I really got it when I was listening to Whitney Cummings and all that. And I was like, oh, this makes more sense. So, oh, like, and I started watching your show on OFTV and everything. Um, so girls started opening up their pages for free. And they started manipulating stuff and they started just competing with each other. And look at my percentage. Look at that. That's not how when I stripped. It, it, you you did not cut. You would get your ass whipped if you charged something cheap. You know what I'm saying? You would at the end of it. Oh, you bitch, you ain't coming back to this club. That's how it was. <laughs> strip club. Really? Like that? If you are a true, you know, um, you didn't. So these girls, what they started doing is really manipulating the system. And they started manipulating the system where they started hiring assistants. People like literally there's a woman that left Mary Kay to go to OnlyFans and started running it like an ML, MM, ML, uh, like she started running it like an MLL. Exactly. Yeah. So I think those pandemic Beckys, and I call them that on my other podcast all the time, they, and that's why I, if you ever look at my IG, don't fuck up the game, which you can go ahead, go to IG and you can buy my t-shirt. Don't fuck up the game. That's why I always, I have the t-shirt. Don't fuck up the game. It's like, it says don't F the game, but That's why I made my slogan, don't fuck the game up, because they started fucking it up. And then now I'm seeing I'm not mad that the comics are on there. And here I am, a former sex worker. I like that concept because um, I like watching creative people. I think Stephanie and you are very, very talented. I enjoy these. It's it's like cool. It's funny. Um, You know what I'm saying? But the problem was is. You had people that didn't know about sex work, jump in the business, get ultra greedy and started. They literally, you know how you watch those girls from high school and they're doing their MML and the what's it called? Uh, what are those other? These are well, the, um, the multi-level uh, marketing. Pyramid right. Scheme. Yeah. When the when middle America got on there, they fucked up the game. They fucked it up. And so, like, I don't want the comedy side to get messed up because I kind of believe in it. I think it's great yeah. that they have this. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to get this show on, the, you know what I mean? But for now, you've got to just join my Patreon. Um, <laughs> and you're just going to watch the episodes and see my surgery done. But, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, they they messed it up. But you're on the vanilla side, the safe for work. And, you know, a lot of guys look at hot girls. A girl doesn't need to go full. Like, they don't realize. And I do. So I'm on OnlyFans, but I do solo stuff. I sell a lot of customs. I had a guy buy $2,500 worth of my clothes on OnlyFans. Um, My used clothes, like, literally, like, um, I sell. What else do I sell that's corny? Yeah, panties. I sell uh, 
video calls. I, um, I don't stream that much cause I get, I'm, I lose patience. Um, but I'm on the not safe for work side, but they've kind of ruined that side. And I think your side is, and I've told people like, Hey, you gotta be safe for work. You know, I think that adult creators on there, some of them annoy me because they're too cheap. Yeah. So then the guys, you know, like, first of all, I will block them, but mm-hmm. they'll be like, I'm not paying that, you know, $10 for those photos. Then I can see that other person naked for five. Go see the other person. Fuck off, then go see the other person. Go naked. see the other person. I would yeah. never sell naked pic- thinking, well, I'll sell a right. lot of I'd well, rather sell expensive stuff and then just sell less of them. But this was the thing, and I can say this as a sex worker, these women that came in during the pandemic, the pandemic Beckys, I personally tell you, it is very much a personal thing for a woman to sell her nudes. It's a very personal thing. It's very, yes. And for other women to start, and I get it, they did the sales technique or whatever, but now I see, I took statistics in college and I saw some of the things they were doing. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This, as a sex worker, uh, you, Nina Hartley, for instance, she made a quote, you never do anything in the bedroom you don't want to do, you don't feel comfortable with. And I saw these women, these pandemic Beckys kind of like pick on women and, you know, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. Or, or like one time they're like, oh, you got to do a stepbrother video. Like this yeah. woman was selling. Yeah. Like, uh, and it, it just like, no, you do what the hell you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Because some guys will try and push my buttons and but and I'm like, no, I'm not comfortable with that. Sorry. Right. right. No. Yeah. Because they I noticed a lot of them. It was like the first time anything has ever worked out in their life and they finally get a little percentage. But to me, like, you know, a true millionaire makes that there's seven forms of income and I've got multiple incomes to yeah. diversify. I'm not going to put my eggs in all in one basket and I'm not going to do what I'm not comfortable with. And I wish, you know, and I've. Like I've been dancing, I was dancing since I was 1995. So, you know, I'm an old hoe, but I wish some of these, you know, so, but it's great. I'm very happy that, you know, OF is being smart with their marketing a lot. I'm probably one of the only sex workers that's going to say that. And I'm not trying to bash sex workers, but I was there in the beginning when OnlyFans, it was, it's called OnlyFans, not only porn. It's not called only penises. <laughs> it's not called only vagina. It's called OnlyFans. It's there to monetize content. You know what I'm saying? And that's, I've said that multiple times and people can get mad. Oh, but it's made, it wasn't made for sex workers. Loyal fans is made for sex workers. Oh gosh. Yeah. So- I've tried loyal fans, even as a non-adult, to see if I could make any money from it. The first of all, the platform is ugly. It's not attractive. Yeah. They, I just I didn't. I made like twenty dollars. It was <laughs> a waste of my time. Right. But yeah. OF, they help you make money. Mm-hmm. They they put you in a referral thing because I always ask. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They well the me? referral thing they 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 just do one year, but they used to do. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And that oh. turned into a big thing because people were mad because what they started doing is girls would be like, go under, go sign under, whatever. Which whatever one year is good because yeah. I'm on a couple of sites where there's referral stuff and all that, and like one one site which I love is called Sex Panther. You wouldn't enjoy this site at all. Um, they just give $100. But I'm cool with that. I lo- I actually like that site for sex workers. It's called Sex Panther. Um, I like the concept of it. And the owner's great. And I'm cool with what they're giving. But I, yeah, the re- referral you get for one year, which is, it's cool. You know, it's cool. But, um, you know, bottom line is OnlyFans was not made for sex work. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. It wasn't made like, and I'm a, you know, I'm a, yeah, well, I'm kind of like, I'm got one foot out of the game, almost out, you know, and, and really like the form of sex work that I do is like right now, just only fans of sex pamper and a couple other sites, like, but it's not really, you know, and you won't find me on any porn. Like you can Google my name, Google it as much as you want. Google my name all the time. I don't, it, it helps me out. If you Google my name, it says influencer. 
Um, but I've been keeping it clean and it's gotten me a lot of opportunities. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think that OF is great. I think everyone who works there is really nice. At least the OF TV side, everyone who works there is cool. And now I will say this, when you have an issue and you DM, like I've had issues with people stealing my pictures, right? So like you email them. Oh, I tried hooking. not good at getting them down. Right. Well, if I hook, speaking of which, this is my affiliate branded scan. (laughs) I tried hooking them up with Stephanie. I gave them Stephanie. I said, they're going to reach out. Both you and Stephanie need to get branded scan after the show. I'm going to give you their information. Um, DMC, uh, DMCA service are very important if you are a content creator. And um, people are going to steal like images and make pro- profile or whatever. And that's where a company like branded scan is really good. You could use my promo code, Marcella Sabella, get $5 off the first month. But um, yeah, I'll give you the information for branded scan because they've been with, they've kind of helped me maintain my image. And I needed that as a sex worker to especially connect with comedians because, you know, you guys are like, what the hell is this girl going to do? You know what I'm saying? I've had, I've had some new, I think that's why it, some female New York comics have been scared of me, like coming on my show. I don't know. Like, I feel it. Like, I'm like, what, where I know um, everybody in LA, I can get in, you know, in Austin, but New York, like I've run into some females and they're like, oh, cool, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you have a nice or just ignored me or, you know, like. I don't know what they think I'm going to do to them, you know? But you know what? Mm -hmm. Porn is also very mainstream now. I mean, there are like just it's not. I feel like porn is no longer even a stigma anymore. I follow some celebrities on there and Mm -hmm. they're porn. Really? Who? (laughs) Like, who? I'm like, I don't even have time. I followed Aubrey O'Day. She was in Danity Kane. Yeah, 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 yeah. She sells porn. Wow. No, I didn't like. I mean, what I didn't what- like. Denise Richards' daughter got on OnlyFans, and um, does Charlie Sheen's daughter? I didn't like that, and I don't care how clean. You know, those kids aren't comics. Yep. Yep. Okay. Like it's different if she was a comic and she's trying to do this or skits like you and Stephanie. Like, uh uh-uh, you ain't getting on, like, I, you know, I have an adult 19-year-old daughter. You ain't, uh uh-uh. I don't even put my adult kids on social media. Like, uh uh-uh. I'm sorry, I'm old. Electra's on there. I follow her, but she's definitely not doing porn. Drea DeMatteo is on there. Definitely not. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She, I've seen her. I don't think she's doing porn. I think she just, like... She can, she can, you know what's smart is she is monetizing like her past. Okay. She's charging a subscription. She's probably taking a couple sexy photos. I don't blame her. And she's going right to the bank. Yep, exactly. Because, because I've like looked it up. Like, I wonder if Drea De Mateo and you always see comments. She's just scamming. There's no porn. That's well, what that's, they that's where the pandemic buck Becky's have fucked up the game. Okay. Because if you are a real OG hustler like me, okay, you know how to get money with doing the bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, and that's where they, you really do know how to like, I always say blink my eyelashes, blink my eyes. And just, um, if you are really like season of a sex worker, you know how to like finesse and get enough money and, you know, without having to do all of this, and I hope nobody's listening that is paying me right now. Um, but you learn, you know what I mean? Less is more. Yes. Less is more. Yes. And that's why, like, um, I don't do boy girl, for instance. And I notice some of the people that have done boy girl, it's like they're, these girls are like, I got to do another collab. I got to find a guy. I got it. Well, I don't I don't have to worry about that. There's no eggplant pee. I was like, they come on IG. There's no dick that I'm taking to get paid. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not dick dependent. Um, you know, but, uh, and that's what's cool. But, uh, yeah, like less is more. And then sometimes guys like, like how many times when we were teenagers, did you have crush on a guy when you were young, like teen beat or those magazines or whatever, like you ended up, you end up buying it. And I think Polly Shore, like, 
he sure monetizes his shit like his encino man uh t-shirts he sells and all that other stuff so anybody that's got if you build up your brand you can monetize it and then it could help for sure yeah and then if you follow like because I monetize on IG and I monetize on Facebook, but I keep it clean. And I don't like I quit letting those girls like tag me or like I, I was going to a convention and I said, I'm not going anymore. I said last time they tag, I lost my, lost my monetization on Facebook. I am not going. I need to get paid. OK, I'm going to go clean cut cookie and um like that because it's like the the money that you make, you know, how you know how like you make Instagram that real money and. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's good because now when you monetize yourself like you said you're now you're able to afford to push your craft absolutely yeah for sure you can in, I can like I've definitely been able to in, you know buy things and focus um on producing more content because of because of being able to monetize things yeah that's great and then if you you want to like do skits or whatever you could focus on that right at all it was great because it's uh, to be in the entertainment business is just hard let alone being a comedian yeah it's very hard yeah to to monetize things and get booked and that's why I love creating content in the internet because you have more control over your money right Right. Yeah. It's no longer about trying to like get someone to like, oh, pick me for that audition. Like, yeah, because that's the thing. Like, um, I actually had a meeting with a manager today. I don't know what's going to happen or or whatever to it. Um, But I was like, I was like telling him to spiel like, look, I've had my SAG card since 2008. And I go, listen, this is who I like. I started busting out all this stuff. And he's like, well, call this, you know, call the SAG office and change your name to, you know, like that. And uh, and uh, he was like right on board. And he realized he was like, what about you hosting? I was like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll host whatever. I was like, (laughs) what what do you know? But um. Yeah, that was discouraged. I think now that the con- I think everybody's writing on the content meaning, like from like Bobby Lee, uh, Whitney Cummings, like all of them, like they're not dependent on getting that audition for that co-star. No, they're or def- or, or uh, what was it? Your, your um, guest star. You know what I'm saying? Like. And it looks so ever since the strike, it looks so cheesy to be an actor now. It kind of does because this is so mean, but the most of the people that I saw striking and posting pictures, they're not working anyways, not to be a cunt, but it's not like these, the people, most of the people that I saw, it's not like they're working actors. Yeah. You know, they get like a five and under every three years. Yeah. So they're not making their money. Well, I did, I did do background like work. Cause I was like, it was. Oh, like, I did too. Yeah, I did. Well, no, it, it pays for like commercial background pays. And then, yes. but I, now with my podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm trying to get monetized through SAG through a podcast agreement. And that's how I want to get my insurance because like I worked on um, the show New Amsterdam as background. So people are going to pray, go and look or whatever. You'll see how terrible I looked on those shows. I hated doing it. I hated Me too. Oh, and I hated I hated um it's cool when you work one or two days like law and order I've been on quite a bit and like I'll say law and order is super cool because they work like a uh they work like a soap opera and you're in and out you know what I mean Mariska's very cool like she actually should be a comedian she's actually funny in per- yeah. really yeah she's like I I like they'll call me all day long be a, a a pedestrian walk in and out and you're in and out in three or four hours okay and now the rate's 208 I'll go take that check okay um but I'll take that check right now mm. but I don't want to be like um so my thing is with the podcast figuring out this getting the sag I'm working with my producer and all that because it's just like you know it I'll I'll do an audition for a co-star. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. I'll, I'll take yeah, one. If, Absolutely. Right, I'll I'll take one. You know, yeah, yeah, I'll be cool. But um I like the fact that, you know, don't you like that control? Yeah, I really like the control and I don't like feeling like somebody else is 
has power over my money. I don't like having people have like significant over a significant amount of money, you know, like like even with background, it was still someone else having power. And honestly, with the exception of commercials, which I definitely had good experiences with the commercials. Oh, commercial background, man. And less (sighs) hours. Yes. See ya. Yeah. Well, for me, they they would do the commercial background. And then what's cool about that is like because I'm Spanish, they would put me in, let's say, a commercial for like, let's say, like uh, Mazda or I'm just fucking throwing out a brand and I, you'd get paid English and then Spanish version. So you get two. Yeah, I'll go take that job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you're just like, don't, I and we every time I've ever worked background, I'm like. I'm the only one that doesn't want to be seen on camera. I'm like right in holding or whatever. Yeah, like, me too. Me too. And there's other, oh, they haven't called me. They have it. And then on New Amsterdam, when I worked New Amsterdam, um, John Leguizamo's brother-in-law was the, like uh, the second AD or something. And he always was putting me and the other fucking Puerto Rican up in front of the camera. And I remember uh, people coming up. He uh, he's only putting you up because his girl, his girlfriend is, is Spanish. Like and they were like they I'm like, look, me being in front of the camera background, is not something I really want to brag about. <laughs> like they really like it. Both L.A. and New York, some of those back like I'm not trying to diss background people, but. I, I totally get what you mean. Yeah, like I'm there for a paycheck. Same. Yeah. Same. Pay me and let me leave. And that's that. And now, um, now, like my thing is just to get my insurance, hopefully through the podcast and then influencer agreements. And then, you know, like I just want, like I told when I had the, I don't, we'll see how it goes, whatever. Like I don't really need an agent or manager in my, like I don't need it. Yeah. Make it money. Um, but if I get, you know, like, I just want to commercials or whatever, like, that's it, you know, like, get me, that's it. It's gonna, yeah. Yeah. We're not trying to be um, a series regular. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. Deal with a network. Oh, I know. Right. And then worry about, oh, my God, I said one wrong thing. You're fired. I mean, they'll, they fire everyone today. It's so stupid. Over. Yeah. Yeah. It's like utterly ridiculous. And you know what? There's definitely social media people making way more money than actors. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, then- when I was on New Amsterdam, I had more social media following than like it was like a majority of those actors. I'm just an IG thought too. like what the like. <laughs> I was like, I'm just an IG and I didn't tell any of those background. I'm a little weird where I don't tell any of the back. I don't do. It was funny. Another time I worked on set and a girl goes, you know, I'm a big deal on IG. I'm a singer. Look at my IG. It was like 10,000 she had. And I go, so I pulled out, I was like, I'm petty. I pulled out mine. And that was before people could pay for the verification because I've been verified since 2021. Um, and, and she was like, oh, with her mouth open, like, what the hell ever like the verification is kind of BS too. Like I think I it's didn't pay to get verified. Huh? I didn't pay to get verified when when everyone could get verified. If you paid, I didn't do it. Uh, I did it for Twitter because of the fact that um I had to kind of stand out for Twitter. Um and it was is it is worth it. And I'm trying to keep like all my brands together, but IG I got verified before it was a thing. Yeah. Um, I think, though, I will say I think it is a good business move to do it um, just because what I noticed the good thing, like with this show, with producing and all that, like people answer back right away with the blue. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then, you know what I love about the verification? I'm going to tell you, like one time um, seamless hair. I forgot what hair seamless hair or something like that. I went in and I got some extensions washed or whatever they wanted me to go there and it was 150 and they broke the crap out of it but still charged me and the lady gave me a hair so then I went on IG and I like protested it and then sure enough I got my money back so I will say (laughs) the best part of being verified is when you have an issue like that is absolutely the best probably the, the the single thing that to me is worth it to be verified on IG is when you have an issue or whatever you complain they will get back to you right away 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have a problem, a complaint with something and trust me, I use it. Okay. Yeah. I remember they gave me back that 150 to clean. This is when I had like a, just one of those little, my hair is longer now, but one of those pieces or whatever. And I was like, I just paid 150 and this woman broke this and did this. And it was like, I couldn't even use it. And she gave me like an attitude at the store. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And then sure enough, the company, and then they said, who was it? And I gave the name like (laughs) (laughs) of the person. So I was like, "Mm -mm." so yeah, that's, that's the part where uh, verification is, you know, that and when you're DMing people, especially when I'm, because I'm like, I reached out, like I reached out and you answered back so quick. I'll have to say you're the quickest white girl to ever answer me back on IG. And I was like, yes. You're like, boom. I was like, damn, because I've hit up. That's how I ended up with this show. Latino was just simple of me reaching out to certain comedians and then them not reaching back to me at all. And then I noticed all the Latino ones. I'm like, there's anybody complain you know why so yeah you you answered back quickly but i've noticed some people just don't like yeah i they do they've done that to me too when it comes to like booking a show or trying to do things or like collaborate with because like if i if me and stephanie want to collaborate with someone on a sketch mm-hmm. we always tell them the idea of like it's always very solid, basically. Mm-hmm. We just say want to do a sketch and then not have an idea and not have the premise and not, you know. So, but I notice how people like won't respond sometimes. Yeah. 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 People get weird. I rather hear people. I like it when people say, you know, that's great, but I'm sorry. I'm right now busy. Yeah. I love hearing that. Like, Me you know. Too. Yeah, I appreciate like honesty, like, you know, this is great or I'm going to be, you know, I'm going on tour. I'm going to be a little bit busy, but like ghosting. Then I never because I reach out twice to people after the second time. I'm never going to hit you up ever again. I'm like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm never hitting this person up again. I don't know what their problem is like. You know what I mean? And then sometimes I've had to leave comments and then they'll I get it. Well, a lot of people I don't answer all my DMs. Um, I have them locked because of the obvious. Um, but so I give people so I make a comment. But then when they I remember one girl, somebody I put a message and then I never heard back. I said, I don't know what this person's problem is. Screw them. Like. Like, I don't know, I felt like they I felt like comp like was because they have a podcast, too. They're going to be like in competition with, you know, I don't play that shit. (laughs) I don't play that at all. So what do you have plans for the future now with your comedy? So I really want to focus on, uh, of course, going on tour. But my big goal is from learning from OnlyFans is that I really want to have my own subscription site. Mm-hmm. I can create whatever I want, no, no algorithm, no censorship, and then have a paid subscription and have people pay to like watch the sketch show or watch whatever, you know, my stand up. Mm-hmm. Just like OnlyFans, but only, you know, with OF, there still is some restrictions. They yeah. removed a lot of my shit before. They have, you too? <laughs> they removed a picture with my foot in the air. They removed and they won't. It was like a, uh, it was a guy had a high heel fetish and I took pictures with the high heels and I kept, I was like, let me keep it on there in case somebody, you know, when, when, when somebody has a fetish, you never know. Like, what do you want to, you want the armpit? What do you want to see? You know, (laughs) like, so somebody had like a high, let me see with the high heels. And I just took a couple photo, you know, like, and somebody might, I don't care what they're beating their meat to, you know. (laughs) Like, like, uh, I thought it was only me. Like, so they did to you too. Oh yeah. They've taken down so many pictures. They took down a picture of me and Stephanie where we had knives. We were in character and had knives mm. and have a weapon, but like they'll remove, oh, they've removed so much stuff where I'm like, why are they removing it? And when you ask them, they won't tell you why they just go, it went against the terms and serve it. Okay. Yeah. But- yeah. And you oh. can't mention me. On OnlyFans, that's a big thing. You can't even say 
nice oh, to Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, it'll block it. You can't yeah. write. Yep, yep. You yeah. can't. Yep. And I know that. I know you can't send any, you know, try and send any Venmo info or Cash App info. Yeah. I've never done that because I'm scared of them. De- you know, I'm scared of them being like, fuck this bitch. And de- yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You got it. I've never have done that. Follow the rules. Yep. I follow all of the rules, except um, they did remove. Now, on my one that's paid, because I have two profiles, one of them is free and one of mm-hmm. them is paid. They always remove shit from the free one. They don't really mess with my paid one. Hmm. Oh, no, no, no. The free one, because I have a free page. You have to keep it like sort of like IG. Uh... So before the pandemic, Becky's ruined. (laughs) And when I say ruined it, because I remember um, a woman like disregarded what I said. I was like, because, you know, girls lose social media. And I had a free page and I had a paid page and I advertised it. This is my free page. And I still have the free page. It has 64,000 people on it. Okay, it's big. Um, I said, this is my free page, just like uh, just like an IG. But like and that's where I would DM them stuff because it would get so many people and I made money. But then the girls started opening the paid one just to get a whole bunch of fans in there. And now I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they messed it up. And then I remember I was in a group and I said, but. If you use the free one for promotion, then you could get them to pay for paid. And this woman that she's smarter than me because, you know, she supposedly has an engineer degree um, and an MBA in business. Now, I was nine hours short of a simple bachelor's degree, but I took statistics in college. And you you can't do business like that. You get what I'm saying? You have to. And there's certain rules to the game. You know what I'm saying? Of sex work. And I was like, disregard. Oh, she doesn't know anything. Look at this. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, it isn't worth it to have a free and a paid pay. You know, I was like, put down. I don't know anything um, and everything. But yeah, <laughs> they 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 started because some of these women like in middle America, they uh, they, they know everything because they're driving around the pink Cadillac. Have you ever had any of them come onto your live stream to advertise themselves? That enrages me. It makes Re- it makes me want to just like get revenge on them. Uh, oh, it- no. You know what? I remember when Bella Thorne came on and this one girl. Oh, 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 that's so wrong. It's so wrong. But then guess what she did? She was the first one to like join and put her stuff on there underneath. Well, I have my comments blocked, so uh-huh. nobody can make comments on my free page because I found that the only people who were commenting were annoying, oh. spamming there, trying to basically advertise on my comments. So oh. I blocked the comments. And then on my, when I go live stream, I've had some girls come in and be like, hey, like, join my thing. Like, I've had to block more girls from IG. I blocked them too. Yeah, I block. I get it more on IG because um, I've had a lot of girls come on IG. I've had to block people when they ask for share for shares on OnlyFans because the nature of my 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 thing is if anybody comes and joins my page, I want them to like me. I am a brunette. I am Latina. Yeah. I am who I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like pandemic Becky over there saying she's screwing four or five guys when really she's screwing her husband. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, so I am who I am. And if you like me, if you appeal to me, you join. If you don't, I don't care. I'm not going to, you know, bend over backwards to get a fan. You know, I know I'm not either. Right. Like you either like me or you don't. You don't like me. Oh, well. You know, and the truth is, is that if they like you, they will buy your content and support you. And if right. they, they'll just unsubscribe a month later. Right. Well, and then the, the thing is, if you really like, like I said, I had a fan literally buy twenty five hundred dollars worth of used clothes like. Uh, I have what about selling clothes. I'm not going to know. Yeah. Like they love like um, what are they like? use sweatpants i sold um because of my surgery i was selling some used bras like what am i gonna do with this bra that i've had for five years that's outstretched and somebody bought it i have my breast implants and i need to sell them 
I'm trying to find a PR person to do that. That's a whole nother subject, PR people. Um, but I'm trying to, I have my breast implants and I want to auction them off somehow. <laughs> so if they're a fan, they will pay. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yep. 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 For sure. If someone, and they're great. And I would say that OF has a lot of just supportive people on there that are really cool. And I definitely have had way more bad experiences on Instagram and YouTube with rude people, trolling, mm. saying nasty things. Now on OF, my free one, I you have to pay to DM me unless I follow you. Yeah, that's what's good that they have. Yeah. Yep. And I Instagram needs that feature. Instagram needs the feature that if you're following someone and they're not following you back, you have to pay to DM. They need that feature. Oh, we would make so much money. Right? I have my DMs on, you know, the subscription on IG is kind of BS. I have it at a, a penny, a dollar. Um, and I make money every month for people joining. And I don't because I'm not taking no risk with IG. Like I and I, I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, I'm not playing this game. You guys already monet. Like I get the ads on there, the real money, and um, but uh, the subscription I don't really feed into because I've got enough. If you want to subscribe to me and me answer back, come to my OnlyFans. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I always yeah. respond on OF. I'm always super nice on my paid one. I never really had to be rude. I mean, sometimes if they blow up my inbox and want to try and think that they could talk to me all day, then I start to ignore them and they get the hint. Right, right. Well, Jacqueline, thank you so much for coming on today and breaking down. Um, I hope like other comedians are listening to this and you know what I mean? Other people like listening if they want to help promote their creativity and they learn from you. That being said, um, could you please share your social media? And your OnlyFans. <laughs> okay, so my social media across the board is at Jacqueline Passaro. So J-A-C-L-Y-N-P-A-S-S-A-R-O. And then my OnlyFans, the free one is OnlyFans.com slash Snarky Burnett. Or if you already have OnlyFans, you just type in Snarky Burnett to see the free one. And then my paid is Snarky Burnett VIP. So it's all this pretty much the same look for the snarky brunette and my name is marcella lonzo if you like to see this episode or more episode and especially watch my doctor take my breast implants out you can go to subscribe at my patreon at marcellasobella.com um you can follow me on ig facebook and youtube at marcella sobella twitter is marcella with one l underscore l u v Thank you so much, Jacqueline, for coming on Get Schooled. Thank you.